Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! I'm here with my man, Brandon. Hey, how you doing, Brandon? Doing good, man. How you feeling? How you feeling? Good. I feel really good. From now on, I'm going to call you Brawny Smurf. Because that's the first nickname I had for you because, dude, you're a little guy. No offense. Like, you're short in stature. You're not little. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Jack. You're a short guy. And uh, Brawny Smurf was always the strongest Smurf. And he was able to do all kinds of stuff. The first time I ever really watched you even do anything, you were rolling Afro Pat. You picked Afro Pat up and you slammed him on the mat. I was like, oh, shit, Brawny Smurf. And uh, ever, ever since that day. Dude, I have like I've been excitedly following your career. I've been anxiously waiting for you to make your cake for debut. Yeah. And now you're doing it. Yeah. No nah, man. Uh feeling ready, feeling good. Uh you know, one week out. I think my last day of sparring is probably coming up on this Friday. Then after that, from there, smooth sailing, just focusing on the weight, you know, keeping everything sharp, keeping that cardio up, you know, blow those blow those lungs out a few times and then hop in that cage and do what I got to do, get that job done. You know what I'm saying? I love that to death, and I love that you're. Uh, so I saw Brian Smurf online. I was like, oh man, come on, let's let's uh, do a podcast real quick. It's not scheduled. This is totally impromptu. But I saw you're online, and dude, I love you so much. I wanted to make sure that uh, I I got you on. I can tell you're at WNY because those are Corey Webster's uh, shorts behind you and uh, the Muhammad Ali poster. So I know you're in an office at WNY. Are you working right now? Working not right now, not right now. I'm not on the clock right now, so I'm good. I'm good. I, ain't uh, get I don't want to get you yeah. in trouble. So just so you know, this is on your live. So someone be like, get back to work. I didn't want to. Yeah, no, 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 no. Thank you though. Thank you. You have to Boom. say that. Lock the door. And finish the podcast. Yep, yep. Lock it up. Boom. Awesome, man. So, um, how's training been going? I know you're in a house full of killers. What's it like? What's it uh, a week of training like for you? So a week of training. So. Monday night, we so I go to fight team sparring on Monday night. Um, doing that in there, we spar. We got we got a lot of killers out here. We got Todd Banks. We got you know uh, Mixon, uh, Abbas. I mean, I could just name the list all day. It's hard to go off on those uh, Muay Thai guys, you know. But a lot of killers out there in the room. Um, so that's probably like day one. I hit my lift in my morning, hit the run. Then I get my 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 hours in throughout the day, coaching the classes, whatever I got to do. Hop in the fight team, get that training in, right? So that's Monday, you know. Then uh, Tuesday, Tuesday through Friday, we hit, like, mitts, working, all that. Friday, uh, we do another um, sparring. Uh, if I went way in depth, we'd be here all day. But at the end of the day, we're all working hard in this gym, everybody. Every every single person in here has been working working their ass off trying to get these fights out. So doing good. So uh, who's, um, who's your opponent, and uh, what do you know about him? So we got Larry Sagendorf, right? We got Larry Sagendorf on the card. Um, I don't know. I've looked up his Instagram or whatever. I saw he wrestled in high school. Uh, I saw he had a little bit of striking on his Instagram. It doesn't look like anything I have to be afraid of, but definitely to be aware of. You know what I mean? Obviously, you go into every fight. You go into every fight, you know, going out there to kill or be killed, um, essentially. Uh, but, you know, I, I, feel, I feel confident in my training. I feel comfortable with where I've been, how I've been doing. Um, keeping the diet good. So I just feel comfortable no matter what. If it stays on the feet, goes to the ground, whatever, man. I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to do whatever I have to do, really, to just get the job done. That's it. 
I love that to death, man. And uh, I didn't really do uh, any due diligence and researching your opponent because um, I didn't know I was going to do this podcast right now. Uh, normally, I already looked your guy up and I have a bunch of questions about him. But what's his record? Uh, he's 1-0 right now. He's 1-0 in MMA. So he's got a win under his belt. He's probably feeling a little confident. But, you know, um, hopefully, I, hope, well, not hopefully, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get my job done, you know, choke him out, knock him out, uh, whatever I got to do. Right? I just feel confident. Either way, you know. So, so you guys are fighting. It'll be novice rules fight then. So you have chin pads and no ground and pound. Um, do you think? I, I haven't seen them. So does that favor you? Because I know your jiu-jitsu is pretty tight. You've been doing grappling tournaments. Like mm-hmm. you did the classic. You did grappling industries. Like you, you're doing all kinds of stuff, man. I, I know you're ready on the floor. So uh, are you going to be a better grappler than him? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, not a hundred percent. You know, everybody everybody has that fighter's chance or whatever, but, you know, I mean, I feel confident going out there. I'm going to just come in. I'm going to come in, uh, work my takedowns, whatever. I'm not going to go too in-depth on the plan that I have going, right? Don't want to spoil that, you know? It would be like spoiling a movie, right? I don't want to do that. So I'm going to go out there, uh, and you'll see. I'll, you'll see. Um, maybe, so after I get my win, we can go out there, and we'll talk about it after. We'll talk about what my game plan was after, after I do it in front of everybody. That sounds good to me. For sure, I have the mic. I'll definitely ask you the questions too. I was like, "Was that the game plan?" Yep, yep. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a fight. So I feel good, though. You know, feel good. That's it. So, feel good. Um, do you think the no ground and pound is going to help you or hurt you? That's kind of where I was going with the mm. initial question. Because I, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, in your first two amateur MMA fights in the state of New York, unless you're on any reservation, which is not the state of New York, by the way, it's uh, Seneca Nation, um, you're not allowed to ground upon. What that means is when he's mounted, he's not allowed to uh, punch his opponent in the head. He can hit oh, the do, body. do I think that's going to work for me or against me? Yeah. There's no ground upon to the body. Is there ground upon to the body? To the body, yeah. You just can't punch him in the face. Uh oh, I think a lot of friends. me, I've... You got me? You got me? Yep, yeah, yeah, you're back. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, you're okay, back. You're okay. good. Um, the ground and pound, I don't think it would make a difference if there was ground and pound to the head or to the body. Um, Honestly, I feel. Um, yo, yo, yo. We're cutting off. We're cutting off. A little bit, yeah. You're cutting um, off a little bit. Um, Tell WMY to uh, increase their uh, Wi Fi. For you. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that on the list. I'm gonna put that on the list. All right. No, um, maybe if I sit over here. So the ground and pound question. So ground and pound. I don't think it would matter either way. Head, body, whatever. Um, at the end of the day, uh, just have confidence. I'm a better grappler, better MMA fighter than him. Uh, so ground and pound to the body, ground and pound to the head. If if it was allowed, wasn't allowed, wouldn't make a difference. I would still go out there and do do the same exact thing. That's how I feel. Yeah. I uh, I I can't imagine not being the case. You're um. You're definitely one of the toughest people I know. I remember, um, so I used to train at WNY for, I'm sure everyone knows that, that watched the podcast. But in case you, you're watching a podcast and you're Brandon's opponent, we used to train together. And uh, every day you come and you're like, if you beat me, when, when I tap you, I'm going to take your black belt, right? So we, we still got that belt yeah, coming yeah, around. Yeah. So uh, I know that uh, <laughs> I'm still going to wait for you to tap me out so I can give you my black belt. I'm going to come take so. it. I'll come, I'll come take it. I don't know. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, I, 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 dude, I love, I love that attitude that you had, and no matter what, like you, you always brought it, and you never quit, dude. Like, 
there's certain things that you do that just make you the person that you are. And one of the reasons why I like you as a person and a fighter. So, well, I don't really know he's a person, but I like to athlete you so much. You know what I mean? Like, just in case you murder someone, I got to say that. So yeah, like, yeah, later yeah. on when it comes out and then I'll be like, oh, he said that Brandon was a great guy. Like, I don't, I don't really know Brandon personally, but I only know what I've seen on the map. And he's a great guy on the mat. He takes care of everybody. Like, oh, Anthony Mixon just gave you a huge shout. Big WNY MMA dubs coming up. Um, Mixon's on the car. We're going to try and get all WNY guys together, too. We're going to get Ray on that. Um, you know, it's com coming down to crunch time, so it's hard to get everybody on. But I want to make sure that we get everyone back on. Uh, you're surrounded by a room full of killers. Uh, like, it's great to, to watch you grow up, man. I watch you grow up from, like, like you, they, you seem like a little mean, kid, man. Like, yeah. So, you don't look like a little kid now, dude. You look all grown up. I got my yeah. beard going, you know. Everybody's got a beard in this gym. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I know some uh, since I've been there, there's been a lot of train, uh, changes in the training. Now you got Felipe uh, running all the practices, taking care of you guys. What's it like to train with a guy that's got that level of experience, fought in UFC, world champion kickboxer? How does that help you guys? Uh, very intense, bro. Like it's even for, like especially for the fight team practices, it's just a, it's like a different level now. It's um like not to be like whatever. The gym's always been in a good space, but adding him onto that, it just added such a level of intensity. What really makes me, it makes me and the rest of the fighters have more confidence to really just go out there and get it. You know what I mean? Plus two having, you know, a fighter with a UFC background, all that knowledge to fall back on, it just makes us feel so much more comfortable hopping in that cage. You know, knowing that he's been through it, been through you know, all the way up to like the highest level, you know, so definitely a confidence booster. And like I said, the training, the training for especially the fighting practices, just more of an intense level. And just honestly, like, I don't want, I, like, not like more fun, but more, we get the job done. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like when I hop into a fight team practice, I know I'm there to work and that's, that's it. You know what I mean? Just there to work, which is good. I love the sound of that. So a boss, I keep seeing a boss talking and uh, he says he's the best-looking guy on the squad. Oh, best. Uh, I would just like your your two cents on that. Me? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we all, we all we're all good-looking killers out here, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, part of the job is you know killing. The other half of it's looking good, and I feel like we do a good job at both. I mean, the best-looking guy, though, I don't know. He might come in a he might come in a strong second, bro. Strong second. Man, you know, Felt might watch it someday. I would, uh, I would definitely put Felt in, in, in the top. I'm just saying. Mm, he's alright, bro. I'm, he's alright. Nah, talking about Felt though, he's honestly been so coming into the gym. He's been one of the guys that also has supported me from day one. Like not to be whatever, but he like every time I'm hitting that bag, every time I'm getting the work in, he he's always supporting me, boosting me up. You know, helping me out, giving me little tips here and there. So definitely someone to look up to. I mean, an older guy, a vet, but. Definitely someone we like. I enjoy having around personally, and a lot of guys do. So that's funny. You're like an older guy. I'm like, I'm thinking my head. Sean's still pretty young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like a little baby. That's so funny. Uh, like, but like, man, you get to be a vet quick, quick in the sport. You know, like, it's a, oh man, oh, there, there, you're back. You lost. I lost you for a second, but you're back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get to be a vet really quick in the sport, and uh, like just watching you, like, it's the truth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been at it in this gym for about probably three years now, four, three, four years. So we got a lot of new guys coming and, you know, not to be whatever, but I feel like sometimes I'm like one of the guys they look up to now. And it's weird how like the perspective changes like that. Yeah, it doesn't so. take long, man. Like 
by year end, like, you're one of the veterans in the gym, you know, like, people don't make it in the sport. If you're there for a year or more, you're like, you're a serious guy. And people, I'm, you see it all the time. You see guys come in and say they want to fight and they wash out quick, man. Like, yeah. No, first of all, it's not the life for everybody. And second of all, dude, it's hard to keep your life together while you're doing this. Yeah. You know, it, that, that, that's the hard part of the sport, right? Like, there's probably like 6,000 people we never heard of that were probably as good as the champions in the world that just couldn't make their lives work long enough to make it to the cage enough times and make money doing a sport. Yeah. And, uh, how, how do you make it all work? What do you do for a living? How do you keep everything, uh, how do you keep everything together? So for me right now, so where I'm at right now, so I was coming in off of high school. So when I was in high school, uh, I was working at a machine shop, uh, young, you know what I mean? Working in a machine shop with my, uh, my dad's friend, Greg. Uh, so that's how I made a little bit of money. I didn't make much money then, but I was still making a little bit, just enough to get by coming into the gym, training, whatever, right? That was like 16 to 17, uh, 17 years old. I was working on a farm then, right? Worked on a farm, Akron Acres. That was probably the best, like not the best job I ever had because now I'm here pretty much full time and I love what I do here. But 17, I was out there. Now 18, coming up on 19, that was when I really started like being here full time. I started off like just cleaning. I was cleaning, um... And then that was pretty much it. And then eventually I got the chance to coach like some of the kids' classes, moved up to some adult classes, and now I even do my one-on-one -on -one privates. So, you know, it's um, it was definitely a long road. I mean, it still is a long road, you know. I'm only 19, so young. But, um, you know, long road, hard work. Hard, it's hard every day. But, you know, you just keep going, keep pushing through it, and just see how far you can make it. And that's probably, like, the, the, the struggle part of the sport. But the struggle is where you find the love. So... It definitely is, man. And there's a lot of struggle. I didn't know you were a machinist, dude. That's what I do for a living, too. Yo, yo. Yeah, I, I didn't know you were a machinist. That's what I do for a living, too. What did you work on? Oh, what I work on? I just worked on, Um, I'm not even really sure. I would, like, blow off, like, some of the metal parts, right? I would dip them in the water, uh, wash them off, blow them off, and then I would have my older guy spray them. I was only there for about, like, six months. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, I got you again. Keep cutting. Hello? Yeah. I'm, yeah, you got me. Back, I got back. you at least. Okay. Yeah, we keep cutting off. Yeah. The, ah, goddamn Brandon's phone. Stupid internet. So uh, this, is, this is the worst part about doing these. Online. I get better your internet, but. Yeah. You're kind of back. There you are. Um, there you go. We'll keep this one short because not only I had another podcast coming up soon, but uh, we're having a little bit of connection issues. So yeah. I'll, I'll keep it short and I'll just uh, try and wrap it up as quick as I can. Um, thank you for coming on. And when we get the WMLI guys on, I'd like you to jump back on again with them to make sure that, like, you know, you, you get some more time to talk because you're uh, you're very personable. And I want you to, uh, like, so like I can push people through K4, like, just by giving them highlights, you know, and that's what I want to do to you. And I want you to, you know, fight all, all over. But when you come to K4, I want yeah. you to do a big deal, you know. It's back in Buffalo. It's home for us. And I want to keep building you because I think, I, dude, I think you're going to be a star too. So, um, Thank you. yeah, I, uh, no no offense to your opponent. Like, maybe he has a great day and he beats you, but you're going to be a star. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, when I have him on, if I get him on, like, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, I'm not disparaging him, but I think you're going to be great. And uh, yeah. I, I can't wait to see it. You're getting lots of props in here. Uh, Mixon, I want to get Thanks. all you guys on, all you guys that are fighting in K4. 
Uh, he said, dude lives in the gym. Definitely one of the hardest workers out there. I know he's the hardest worker out there, so I want to get him on a podcast. Uh, but I'd like to do a podcast for all you guys like we did last time. And uh, I'm, I want to ask one of the bosses in there. Like, who's I, the think, best I think guy? they might actually both be in here right now. But I know you probably don't have the time right now. I know it's uh, you got one coming up at 8 or 8.30. Or 8:00. Yeah, I got the – at 8.30, I got those 765 weirdos coming on. So uh, okay. yeah. I got to make sure I get them in. Oh, they're, uh, they got five guys on the card. So uh, I'm gonna, they're, they're going to be at their gym. I'm going to get all, them all on too. And then uh, are you guys fighting? No one, none of you guys are fighting 765 guys. Um, no, I'm fighting an Atlas guy. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who, well, where Mixon's and Abbas's guys are from. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're seven six five. Yeah, if they are, we'll all make fun of the guy. If not, yeah. we'll uh, we'll uh. Anyways, uh, everyone, uh, Skyler brings a lot of ticket sales, so I I, I gotta make sure I'm there for him. But yeah. um, uh, what is your predicted outcome for your fight on October twenty eighth? My predicted outcome. Oh, so besides for victory, we we all know you're gonna win. So we got we gotta yeah, victory, know victory. how you win. Um, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like I'm putting it in my head right now, and I'm playing it out. So like, boom, boom, maybe an arm triangle finish, arm triangle. I don't know. We'll have to see. Arm triangle finish would be pretty solid. You, uh, yeah. you got a pretty good squeeze, so I'd it, be, uh, be excited to see that. And then you got to go yeah. to the – when he turns over, you got to go to Dub's favorite finish off of there. That okay. mean choke finish. Right, yeah, if you hit that mean choke finish, dude, I will I will give you at least $50 out of my pocket. Bet. Bet. 50 bucks, bro. Not, not the head and arm. The Dub finish the head and arm where it turns away and you do the mean one. Okay. I'm going I'm to I'm talk to him, and we'll, we'll drill it a little bit. We'll drill it and get ready. All right, let him know. Let him know you got the fifty dollar bonus. He knows I lost a lot of bets to Dub. He knows that I always pay my bets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then also because you're on a podcast, you're eligible. Me and Ray are gonna give away uh, uh, bonuses for submission of the night, win of the night, um, uh, submission of the night, knockout of the night, and fight of the night. Both both people are gonna get bonuses for fight of the night. Um, so we will uh, definitely hook you guys up. Ray's just jumping in there saying what's up. Uh, yeah, I uh, I know we got the seven six five guys, but I got Brandon on. He was on here real quick. Brandon's one of my favorite fighters from WNY. Uh, there's a lot of them. Fountain's my favorite. Sorry, but uh, that's all right. You're one of my favorites, and uh, I, I gotta say Fountain's my favorite now because uh, Fountain is my favorite now. But it could be you soon. When you're on that pro level, you'll be the favorite for sure. Okay. Um, what are your goals in fighting? Obviously, it looks like you want to be a pro and be great. So, I mean, yeah. Definitely want to be a pro. Um, I don't know. My goals right now, they're not really like two cents in stone. All I know for me right now is I just love being around the sport, and I'm willing to make the sacrifices needed to be around it. And I'm also willing to make the sacrifices to try to boost myself up to those higher levels. So uh, for me, it's more about, about a day-by-day basis. Wherever I can go with it, um, you know, just keep up the hard work and just stay ambitious, keep my nose to the grindstone, just – Keep working, bro. Every day, just work. You know, take those moments. I shine in them, and right back to work. And I feel like if I just keep doing that, it's gonna serve me well in the long run. Long run. Awesome. And then, uh, do you have any sponsors to plug? while I got you on. Uh, no. I was trying. I, I had a few guys I was trying to hit up. Uh, but no, none of them really came through. But um, 
hopefully, hopefully after this fight, you know, they'll start to see like, hey, this, this kid's worth sponsoring, and then they'll sponsor me. Uh, I've been hitting up Kill Crew a lot though, so Kill Crew. Nice. Sponsor you, boy. Sponsor you, boy. That would be I nice. I like it. Yeah. Since uh, Brandon's coming up short on the sponsors, guys, um, when you go to buy your tickets for K4, K4 is October 28th. Next week, Saturday, we're getting close. We're only, we're like 10 days out today. Um, if you put in hey for the promo code, um, H-E-H, he will get credit for the tickets that he's selling. So it'll help him uh, help him make a couple of dollars to offset some of his training costs. I mean, he's probably living in his mom's basement. Like, you know, he's uh, sacrificing a lot to be in the gym, especially if he's in the gym every day, like all his teammates are saying in, in the comments section here. Um, every little bit helps. So to do this, it's not the easiest thing. You have to go through the process of buying tickets. Then it asks you for promotion code. Then you have to click on the promotion code and put in hey. And then uh, he'll get 10% on the ticket sales. And that'll help, help him out quite a bit. Um, I actually talked to Keith about it. And uh, he said he doesn't do the ticket sales. And it was a, a problem for him just to get them to do the promo code stuff. So he's working on a better system so you guys can... Make sure that you get paid for the tickets, but just make sure you tell all the people buying tickets to, to click that summary part so they can put in a promo code. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh I've been hustling the tickets that was though. Obviously, I've been here like whenever someone asks me like, "Hey, you fight?" You know, I tell them I'm fighting, and then you know I just give them the promo code. So yeah, guys, if you use that code, really appreciate it. Put a little bit of money in my pocket, help me out a little bit, and you know the sports felt. Uh, everywhere you know it's not even just about the money it's about you know having the people there having them scream for you you know all of that you know just having that good environment to be in it makes the sport so much more worth doing so heck yeah so uh you guys all know pat mix everyone who watched the show obviously you know pat too i uh i have a ticket over on my wall you can't see it right now but it's over on the wall it's a ticket i bought when he fought at um lace up and uh it was like his only amateur kickboxing fight and uh these some of these guys are gonna go on to be very well known athletes and, and Brandon has an opportunity to be one of those guys. So anytime you can go out to a local show and catch one of these guys, um, you might be seeing something that you'll never see again. Like once they're big name guys, they're not gonna be fighting in Buffalo. You see how many UFCs come to Buffalo. Like none. <laughs> you know, one in the whole time we've been here really, you know. And then they Bellator doesn't come here, PFL doesn't come here, they all go to New York City. Like everyone's going to go to MSG, they're not going to come to Buffalo. So, like you can watch his local talent coming up now, and you can say you were there and you saw, hey, that guy that's fighting on pay per view. I uh, I watched him fight. I talked with him. He gave me. I shared a beer with him after the fight. I bought him a beer. You know, like probably don't buy him a beer because he's underage. Don't get yeah, yeah, yeah. in trouble. If you wouldn't have said how old you were, I wouldn't have said that part. Um, whatever you do, whatever you share, that's on you. That has nothing to do with Riverworks venue. So if you do share a beer with him, they won't get in trouble. You can share a beer with him. Just don't buy him a beer. <laughs> there we go. Uh, um, and make sure you guys support these guys. It's, it's a very difficult thing to do. And uh, you got to respect all the guys that do it. Look at him showing off the office. Really, he's showing off his hair. I know. Mm. Mm. Office oh. at WNY. Mm. Heck yeah. Look at WNY. He should have put that as a background. That would have been a cool background. My bad, my bad. I had to move around to get the internet. Yeah, I had Webster in the back, though. Yeah, you did have Webster in the back. That's how I knew where you were. Uh, man, I thought you were like 25. 
<laughs> nah, bro. I'm 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 young and I'm young still. So yeah. Boom. Uh, also, uh, you got anyone that you want to shout out that uh, has been supporting you up till now? Uh, yeah. So I got a few people around here. So like I said, Sean, Felipe, um, and the guys coming in, Arkan, Mo. Uh, one person that's really been helping me out, you know, for a long time. The one of the one of the old managers here now. She got she had a new job, but she's been helping me out like with meal plans, all that. I'd like to give a special special thank you to my my main girl kate allen uh she's been helping me out so much you know keeping my mind right you know she's always there whenever you know we need to talk to her it's a shame that we don't have her around here anymore she's been there for a lot of the fighters but you know the gym still goes on go in a good direction work hard get the job done but definitely a special thank you to her but yeah man that's awesome that's good to hear um thank you so much for coming on the podcast oh ray said he will buy you some kool-aid He'll buy me a Kool-Aid? Yeah. I bet. That's that's good. That's what I need. Do you know what, what kind of Kool-Aid Ray sells? No. He sells like THC Kool-Aid, so it might be a better offer than uh, than you think. Oh. Right, I might have to catch up with him after. <laughs> if he gives you Kool-Aid, probably take it. Just be yeah. careful. Okay. You might see ghosts. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm sorry. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great to have you on. And uh, we'll give a rate and we'll try and make sure that we get all you guys on together for 765. And hopefully, what what bonus do you think you're going to get? KO the night, submission night, or fight of the night? Uh, submission of the night. Submission of the night. All right. Bet. And then just make sure, like, if we text you and we say that you're in the running for the, um, the submission of the night, don't leave. Okay. We're, we're going to give out the cash, like, and we want two videos while we do it. So make sure you're there for the video. Yeah. Sounds right. good. Otherwise, we might, have to, we might have to dojo storm W and Y and bring you some cash. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, man. You guys, make sure you check it out. October 28th, K4 Fighting, Buffalo Riverworks. Tickets are online. I'll post a link in the description um, when I post this podcast back up. And then uh, make sure you're out there. Pay for your uh, promo code and be there and support us. Also, one more thing. The fights will be on pay-per-view on Boxing uh, Pay-Per-View. I'll, I'll post that link in there, too. If you get to pay-per-view, you get to hear me and my man Ray and our, our dude Ben Greenfield. Or Ben, ben Field, not Greenfield. Ben Field. And um, enjoy it. All right? Thank you. Peace out. See you soon. Later. Get the fights for sure. Yep.